Flash Push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Ten toes down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, my bud. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Another week wrap, and uh, thank you guys so much. You have managed to push us back to the number one spot. Joe Rogan, step aside. Thank you to the shifters. We are number one on Spotify. That's all you guys, man. It's humbling. It's amazing. Uh, and we love each and every one of our shifters. It's like we still don't know the direction we're headed. But uh, with you guys coming alongside, let's to the moon, as they would say. To the moon. Uh, this week, we had everything from new love languages to small town icks and a little bit of death taxes and forgetting to take the meat out uh, in between. Thank you guys so much again for the support. We love you guys. Uh, looking forward to another big week next week. Uh, and yeah, take a listen at the end. Bit of kite cut of France for you. This is The Morning Shift. We've got five love languages. Now, there's um, the guy who came up with it, his name's Dr. Gary Chapman, right? So he's a, he's a bestseller. He did the five love languages. Uh, he said that he, he missed out on God, two. God, no. Yeah, Marky yeah. Mark. No. Come on, no. we've got a couple more to add in there. No. What and you, you mean, know why no? Nah. What happens once you've sold out of your five? Oh, here's another two. Pay a bit more. <laughs> and here's your extra two love languages. Before you, before you talk about, like, I agree with that, Mark. And also, you know what I've realised? Is that gifts is such a bullcrap love language. No, that's my one. No, it's not. It's what receiving. do you mean it's, it's not? It's more so the concept of receiving. Because if we talk about, if, if it's a study on, like, human nature, right? There was a point when gifts, we weren't really buying gifts, right? Not buying. In but society, we were, like, we, people weren't really doing it, but we were humans always, been around for a long time. But we've so, always been giving as in, like, gifts. So, like, if we went out and killed a mammoth... The love language I, I like to receive Rather than give But he literally wrote gifts Ah I see oh, okay. It's just a distinction Between the two ah, Okay I'm with that I'm with it. I like that You know Yeah Not sure about zips Chat- But I like that Dr Chapman Talk to me bro Would you like to hear the new two? Yes So yes. there's seven now Okay Oh wait 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 wait. So can you go over the first five? This is great daily bread bro Yeah I love this let But me he doesn't a, know the other let five Let me have a munch Hold on oh, no, give, give me a go them. baby Give me a go Five love languages Uh Gifts, uh, time, language. No, not language. <laughs> not language. It's five level. Do you want me to help you? Out? Yeah, go go. Gifts, acts of service. Service. That's what. Quality I'm time. Yeah. Words of affirmation. Yeah. What's the last one, bro? Come on, Marky Mark. Come on, guys. Physical touch. touch physical touch. Touch. Yeah, touch me. The new two. I thought you'd have been physical touch. No. You love when I. <laughs> Mark's been speaking my bum a lot lately, actually. Uh, what you we actually have been bum smacking a lot. Can I just say, I apologise. In this room, I don't know what has come over me of late. I think I'm excited. I, I think s- it's the NFL season not being on, and you just need to like walk past someone and go, whoosh, let's whoosh. Okay, sorry. All right, the new two. We'll go with the first one. The first one is shared experiences. So that's the new love language. Uh... It's like it's like finding time no, with someone I, to do something that you've never done with them before and it gives you that little bit of vulnerability and you kind oh, of do that, it together. That's my missus. What have you done with her that you've never done before? Go no, ahead. She, no, she just loves experiences. Oh, okay. That's okay. really like, not money, all of that. She's just like, let's go to India. I'm like, oh, uh, can we go to Greece now? <laughs> okay, this one might be you then. If she loves that, then I, I think this could be you, Jordan. Mato, Mark, tell me if I'm wrong here. This is the seventh one, the new one. For Jordan... Emotional security. Oh, oh, we got him, baby. 
These are stupid. Like, who doesn't want emotional security? <laughs> no, I was saying that that's your don't. favorite. Some, some people don't want emotional security? Yeah, some people love the idea of just a fiery relationship where they're not quite sure whether they're ducking or weaving at any stage. That's yeah. what makes them and feel And those relationships never last. Damn, look at that. You all right this morning, man? Big well, my, not me being being in a relationship. Oh, five minutes, yeah, going. Going. But, but, but seriously, Cupid emotional himself. support. Everyone will. No, like emotional that. security. Secu- yeah, so no, what does that mean? The thing that's uh, most I'd important like to them. That, the uh, most important love language to them is emotional support, rather than all those other things. Oh, I'd love if you make my emotions feel safe, seen, and heard. Oh yeah, that's how I want to feel. With only, gifts. only a few people want that. Sure. I feel, I no, feel but that's, that's the same thing over the top of like gifts, for instance. That's the most important thing for someone to feel loved is receiving gifts. Some people's most important thing is emotional security. That's the most important thing. You can gift anything to anyone else. I don't care about gifts. Emotional security is my most important love language. Okay. Are you saying like that's, that's yours or are you just saying generally no, speaking? General. Like, oh, yeah. Okay, it sounds like that, that's what you want to do. <laughs> <yours. laughs> to wrap this up, we have mutual friends, uh, Klein and Taryn, who have yeah, yeah. you know, been together ages. Ever. How about... <laughs> Klein only got told recently from his missus that uh, she told him that you you have to um, give all five lang- love languages. <laughs> and for years, he didn't know you only kind of operate out of two. <laughs> and, then, and, then like, and then he was like, why do you do that? And she was like, yeah, read more books and you find out for yourself. <laughs> Unreal. Come on, Klein, bro. Unreal, bro. <laughs> Woo! I like that. Uh, sorry, just to recap that one. Uh, emotional security, security. and um, sorry, two seconds. Shared experiences. Kia ora shift is. It's the morning shift. 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 Yes, it is. And this, this right here on a big trust Tuesday is death taxes and dot dot dot. What is that? That's when you have to finish off the statement with an inevitable. We've had some great ones so far. Shout out to everyone putting them on the socials. Just thought we'll go around the room one more time. Johnny, you want to kick us off today? All right. <laughs> Death, taxes, <clears throat> and now uh, we'll go again soon. Like it used to be. Wouldn't know. Enjoy that time. Wake up, mother. Death, taxes, and as soon as you hear your mum open the door, all you can remember is shit, I forgot to take out the meat. Why did that sound like naughty? <laughs> How did you make that sound naughty? <laughs> God damn, my boy! Oh. Go try again. Did you defrost the meat? Did you defrost the meat? Hold on, man. man. You better put that meat back in, my boy. Hold on. Jeez. Let me try again. Hold on. I got it. Hold on. <laughs> Death, taxes. And as soon as you hear your mum open the door, what's the first thing you remember? You take out the meat. Nah, I just try to get it out. <laughs> my boy. You on, you, Hold on, you give it a go. Hold on. My boy, you on the novels, my boy. <laughs> Hold on, you try it. 
Mark, hold on. I reckon we can get it. We ain't in a rush. Like I said, it's a podcast. Do you want to give it a go? Nah, nah I'm not giving nothing to go. Mark, this, come on. This, you worry about you and your meat, my Mark, boy. Don't rush I worry about me and mine's. Death. Mark, man, come on. Taxes. And. Oost, you want to escape the nine to five? Just click the link in my bio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how you do it. Uh, Mark, you know, can you just finish us off with a couple? We'll finish us off. Well, sorry. Oh my goodness! All right, I'm reading one more, and we are out. We have absolutely nah. rolled this. Death, taxes, and I hope you find love like this. <laughs> Yuck! Look what you've done to us. Facts. You and your love. I hope you do. Honestly. I know you do. I, you genuinely want us all to feel love. No, he doesn't. Oh, I really do. Honestly, transformation. You have one more, Brooke? Let me go one more time. Okay. I reckon I got it. Yeah, you go again. Yeah, no, no. Like, <coughs> what was this? Death. T- Relax your eyes. I can feel them in the car. <laughs> Death. Taxes. And what's the first thing you remember when you hear your mum open the door? I'm just gonna sleep. <laughs> you know what? For next week, we'll practice these, eh? Wait, wait, wait. Oh my And I forgot to take the meat out the freezer. Oh my god. Wow. Let's go home! Let's, Let's go, go home, home, ladies and gentlemen! Let's go home! See you tomorrow! It's a big trust Tuesday. Where's the night? Trust in us to bring a vibe. You got mail. My bad, I was walking out. Uh, VUAs, voice us anything. Mark, you help me, man. My mind's not really here right now. I got you. Voice us anything is basically uh, a part where you can be a part of the show. If you have any kind of thought during the week or the day and you're like, I want the shifters to talk about that or you want us to respond to it, you can voice us anything. Voice memos are more when we kind of ask you questions and we set you up to reply. But VUAs is all yours. The stage is yours. You've got mail. The whole straw thing started happening and they started phasing out the plastic straws. I went to a bar here in Ototahi and I asked for a straw in my drink because I didn't have one. And the bartender, without a word of a lie, held up a laminated picture of a sea turtle and just pointed at it and shook his head at me like he was so disappointed in me. And um, yeah, it was just the weirdest situation ever. Um, so we're just gonna gloss over the dairy industry with the pina colada you just made me? Nah, shush. Love your mahi. Did she say with the pina colada you just made me? Oh, that's funny. i tell you what, I have someone that messaged me, uh, uh, Mark, about your, just how you wrapped up last week around, you know, carbon credits and that. And I said, apparently he's got, he's got a rebuttal. So I said, hey, this is, this is the new media. We're not trying to, you know, if you present some truth. Let's, let's hear about it. Let's I, talk about it. I'm guessing he was uh, part of the farming industry or has been involved in farming industry. He has. Yeah, of course they're going to push back. Yeah. Well, you said get rid of but 90% gotta, of them. And uh, if he's got a point, let's yeah, see. Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear it. All right, continuing through. Uh, sub lads, I hope this uh, message finds you well. I uh, just wanted to seek some advice. Um, I've come to the right place. Which I feel may be beneficial for a few um, shifters out there, uh, those who are single parents, uh, those who are in a co-parenting situation, or uh, those who are stepping into the role of a um, stepmom or stepdad. Uh, 
but yeah, just wanted to get some advice on um, you know what's what might have worked for you guys, um, the good and even the bad experiences as well, and just maybe just share a little bit on um on that because um you know it does get uh, a bit tough at times, but you know what they say, them days be rough. Jordan, you know the rest. Let's get it, get it. <laughs> the saying is, them days be rough. But me rougher than them. Me rougher than them. Me rougher than them. I'll go first uh, because I am. I I have co-parented from the very start. Uh, I think what works for me as a dad is from the start. It was always about what what would be best for uh, son. And I think uh, between our co-parenting relationship, sorry, it's got kind of serious on the podcast right now. But what kind of works for us as co-parents is that that that's the center of where we operate from and uh, very lucky enough we you know we have a very cordial uh, relationship in terms of our boy and I think it's I think he gets the best of both you know I think uh, he's got a great mum I hope that I'm a great dad and uh, we just work on building the best life we have for our boy and uh, I think when that's at the centre those other th- those other things kind of work themselves out but that I, I know these, that's my situation you know and Talking with other people, they have very a very different situation. So, I can only speak from my personal experience. Um, that's what's worked for me. But yeah, tough one. It's such a yeah. Um, Terrell, it's a it's a. Uh, I think it's I think Jordan absolutely hits that out of the park with what he's seen. This is his situation, and everyone's yeah. situation is going to be unique to them, um, depending on what. How they position themselves, though, is how they'll work it out. So, for, for instance, no matter what your situation is, if you're always doing it with a good heart and whatever's best for both the kids and for the other the, your other partner that's mm. come in, it's, that's got to be top of mind, no matter what it is you guys are trying to work through, talk through, and, and do. But ultimately, at the end of the day, like our little people are who matter. Yeah. Thanks. So we gotta we got to be the adults in the situations. We've got to be the ones who are growing up, and we've got to work out our own sort of clout, our own dramas before we you know, try and help others. Mm. I don't know much, but what I do know is if you get home and they haven't taken the meat out of the freezer, don't be mad at them, man. <laughs> I like that. Can I actually be completely transparent too, is that uh, I think maybe what works for, in my situation is that we, it was a beautiful accident. Oh, I choked too early. That, uh, <laughs> so, you know, we're not dealing with any like, in other situations, there yeah. there are like past trauma from the relationship, and like we didn't have to deal with that. Mm. So it's very easy to stay focused on what's best for the child. I think what's what's sad is when uh, there is pain and hurt, yeah. um, and unfortunately, the child's priorities can't be put first because people are blocked by that that past trauma or hurt that's going on. And I know it's very hard for people to get past that, and they use the child as a way of potentially hurting you know yeah the other, the other partner and i just i just feel i know maybe i'm talking out of turn here but i do know some some horrible partners but some very willing to be good dads and yeah and parents and it's just one of those things that i that i hope uh people can move on i'm not offering no anything no no, no you, you know? are you are what you're saying though is that like there's almost needs to be an agreement between two adults mm-hmm. where we put all the past aside and we focus on what is going to be best for the kids and it's such a hard thing to do because you need two people to be on the same level and both people be going we're evens here and the ultimate goal is to do what's best for children mm. the children in the situation and to be able to do that 
Like, if you can manage that and achieve that with two completely different individuals, two completely different pasts and, mm-hmm. and what they're having to go through, if you can somehow get on the level and both work out that no matter what we do for the rest of our lives and the rest of these kids' lives is that we, we always focus on what's best for them, it is such a powerful moment for everyone involved in the situation. Sounds like black and white, it's just kids can't be collateral. Yeah. Yeah. But, but also, said than done. So I'm not trying to be that. Keep adding on, guys, but things are coming to me like... Uh, if you are in that sticky situation where you know you want to be a good parent and you, you're not being a good parent is like all the time thing, like all the choices you make, not just when you when you pick up your kid, it's choices you're making before. Like being being a parent is when your kid's not there too, and if you can continue to rack up those wins, I don't know. I just feel like I've I've seen people change and suddenly you know they got their kids back in their lives and things are going really well. But yeah, it is it is a hard conversation. And those wins, sorry. Not to be that guy that adds on to no, that. No, you guy finish that. it, please. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? It, it, those wins, mm. when you say wins, they're wins for you mm. personally, not wins against the other person. This 100%. is not trying to be a better parent than the other parent. The wins are for you in your personal lane. They're all about, you know, you're competing against yourself to be the best you can be as a parent. Absolutely. Not to be that guy. No. Yeah. <laughs> this is The Morning Shift. I have a very close friend, uh, Matil Mark. His name's Valentine. He's actually Samoan, but he grew up in Christchurch. And when I say Samoan, I mean, he sounds like a bogan on the phone, but he can speak Samoan, you know, he knows the fast Samoan styles. You wouldn't think it when you hear his voice, but he's for the people, but he's also uh, for the farmers. I don't know how he did this, but he's on the Young New Zealand Farmers Board of New Zealand. Nice. Uh, <laughs> and he rings me and he's like, Uzo, you know... I love Matua Mark. I said, I know. I said, he said, no, no, like, that's my guy. I said, I know. He said, but I, that carbon credits chat, we just, we got to have a chat about that. And I said, hey, listen, not all of us, not all of us know what you know, Val. So feel free to give us a voice memo, all right? And share your opinion because right. we are willing to listen. So he was, he was getting back at, I guess, having a conversation about what I said last week. And that was this. So why is it that we're still obsessed with, exporting all our milk, dairy products, our meats, all that kind of stuff, when it's costing us so much in carbon footprint. Why don't we clear out 90% of our farms because it's costing us carbon? 90 sounds a lot, but yes. Let's just go with 90. We keep 10% of our farming for food that we grow inward, so it feeds us, and we're not paying export prices, so our supermarket bill comes down, and we actually start trading in carbon credits. We grow New Zealand into a massive greenland with a whole lot of trees and places like China and stuff pay us money to offset their carbon footprint by our carbon credits. So it's basically like it's like bitcoin but the green version of it mining and we and we are mining for carbon credits and all our country doesn't flood it doesn't get slips everywhere because we're all trees and green and beautiful and we stop farming the meats and the veggies and sending them overseas and having such high expensive food bills and we just focus inward. How did it sound the second time around? When I said it, I still believe it. No, no, 100%. 100%. I still believe it, so I'm interested to hear what, you, what the very has to say. Yeah, so you're about to hear Val uh, share his opinion. Uh, it's a little bit long, but it's very informative and it's entertaining. So let's have a listen what Val has to say. Just here to rebut a couple of Martin Mark's comments uh, he made last week about carbon farming and um, 
look, I know his heart for it at the end of the day was to solve some of the food crisis and yeah, to help fix with the cost of living. So I'm going to try and offer up a solution at the end of this. Um, but yeah, big love to you, Martin or Mark. I just wanted to have this conversation real quick, <laughs> make a couple of points. Just going to say that I'm not a huge skeptic or um, a conspiracy here, but I'm always wary of the UN and world organisations who are further up the food chain, no pun intended, um, when they're pushing policies. They have financial implications on us as a country and, and, and us as individuals. The point I wanted to um, pick up and the bone to pick really was around that 90% of farmable land here being converted into forest or carbon farms. First issue I have of it is just the fact that the most effective tree for cleaning CO2, the one here that we use in New Zealand the most, is the pine tree, which is an introduced species. I just don't think New Zealand needs to be littered with an introduced species. The whenua does not need to be colonised again. So some people are like, okay, partner with natives. Unfortunately, Ooh. our natives aren't that good at carbon cleaning. I'm not too sure what the solution is there. The point for me is that we don't want Aotearoa to look like Canada or California. It's not us. It's ugly. Second point uh, or second issue I have is just around the opportunity cost um, for our younger generation. Down here in Te Waipono, I mean, most conventional farms that are being converted are being converted by older farmers who have lived their life raise their families, run their farms, and now in retirement are looking for an easier sort of route. Now, granted, that's their right. They're absolutely allowed to do that. But what they inadvertently do is they create a further roadblock for any young farmer who wants to own and work their very own piece of land. Martel Mark, you know this. Farming is not that equitable. It's a vocation, not an occupation. And so it just bugs me that young guys who are coming up and ladies who want to farm you know, are finding it harder and harder to do so on a piece of land that's their own. Uh, last part is just around the market that the carbon credits have created. I'm just really dubious when it comes to this, when it comes to the government and um, big companies. And I know that it's funny because I said I'm not a big sceptic, but I just don't think it's that transparent. Mm. Uh, it's really easy to double dip when it comes to carbon credits. Uh, for instance, if you're an airline, there's man there's the mandatory market because you have to pay right to offset your carbon footprint, but there's also the voluntary uh, market as well, which is what you pay six dollars for to offset your carbon credits. There's very little accountability around like what's being done with that six dollars that you talk pay, about right? it each time you fly. I already paid two hundred forty dollars one way for a flight. Why can't you pay that six dollars? Facts. But there's very little uh, regulation around because I mean the mandatory market is regulated, but the voluntary market is not. So what I'm trying to get at is that somebody's making a heap of money out of this and it ain't the hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> so maybe we should do a little bit more digging. Who is it? And maybe the market could be more transparent. Or someone, I regulate it. Get to the solutions. I know I said I was going to get there. So real quick, I just think that if we actually went back to like Papa Kainga styles or if we learnt how to plant stuff out, we could help our bottom dollar when it comes to the bills and we can actually help our planet as well. So... Don't talk to me about not having enough time. I know it's busy. I know it's crazy and it's a hectic life. But, bro, you got time. <laughs> if you ain't got time, then the planet ain't got time. Put it that way. Ooh, uh, and if you don't know how to do it, honestly, you all got TikTok. You all got YouTube. Shut up, man. Go and learn how to do it. You don't have to have the most extravagant garden. Maybe own, like, one piece of produce. Maybe be the potato guy. Maybe be the pumpkin guy because we know they, like, grow like wildfire. That's me. Trade with friends. I think that's a more equitable way to live. I reckon it's way smarter. And we take out, I guess, the middleman, the supermarkets. George is probably like, nah, man, go to pack and save. I've got a vested interest in that. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> but I do think that's, that's the way of the future, is learning how to grow our own stuff. Um, and we don't, again, just be the carrot guy. 
Just grow one thing and grow it really well. Learn how to trade, and that way we'll save a bit of money and save the planet. Kia ora. We know that was long, Fano. We know that was long, but we had to give him time to respond. I don't know if this is a right or wrong. It's not a right or wrong no, thing, no, much no. Mark. It's just an and thing. Totally. Like, I feel like something else to think about. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, man, I could get lost in the idea of how much extra you pay on a flight for you know for your carbon footprint. Where does that money go? That's a whole nother. <sighs> yeah. And I think for me, yes, food costs was was a side product of what I was actually going for. What I was going for is we don't set the jurisdiction of what people are into True. right now. And carbon footprints and carbon credits seem to be all the craze. So why not lead the world in it, was my thought. Maybe 90% was a, was a big ask. Maybe it was just the percentage. That yeah. was it, eh? That was yeah. all it was. But I would love to see this country growing back into native forests. And I'm still dubious exactly how they work out how much carbon filtering happens through your trees. Whether our natives would do a really good job. But imagine New Zealand as a beautiful, big, green country. And we're just trading in Bitcoin of the future, aka carbon credits. <laughs> and I, you know, I love to the farmers too. We had a message come in on our mm. Instagram ac- account too, talking about you know just how hard it is for farmers. 100%. Absolutely get it. You're banging your heads against the wall, and you guys aren't to blame for our high food costs. We know that. We know that this is not your fault. Um, we're just all out here trying to live, ma'am. Yeah, and just all trying up. to arrive at it's uh, really trying to get a picture of what's happening. Um, um, we posted a video yesterday on our Instagram and I was, I was reading through the comments and just it's so varying in like what people think's actually going on eh? Yeah. and I, I wish that in these political times especially with election coming up I just I wish that politicians were just able to say like here's what it is Yeah. <laughs> here's what I'm not going to do mm. and the reason why I'm not going to do it is not because I don't want to help people but it's because of A, B, C, D, E whatever but it's always like no we're going to do it we're going to do it. Yeah. And it's like, bull jive, bruh. All right, well, I'm learning how to be the carrot man. Yeah. I'm going to learn. I'll, 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 I'll do the carrots. Yeah. I mean, I did I did post uh, my, no, no, that Valentine's. To, yeah, yeah, oh, I'll be the pumpkin. To, thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Brooke will be the potatoes. Nicole, are you in? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. are you planting? <laughs> yeah, nice. You know, it's funny. Valentine said that story back to me. Um, we know we were talking about emissions and that. And he was like, sure, she won't, you refuse to grow a garden. Don't talk to me. How many trees have you planted? I planted 50 last year. I was like, oh, we get it, mate. We get it. <laughs> All right? The answers are harder than uh, than we think sometimes. But uh, no, nah, I think uh, that was more just for us to continue that conversation, to learn more, and we'll continue it again if anyone wants to uh, hop in on that chat. This is The Morning Shift. <laughs> oh, Mato Mark, I love you. The editing of our brand voice and the stabs unreal. It is a Talk To Me Nice Thursday. We might as well play our country calendar because we're about to talk about small town icks. Now, if you don't know what an ick is or what we're about to talk about and you come from a small town, what I don't want you to do is listen to this and think that people are just hating or, or I'm hating. Mm. Home isn't where your home is for everyone, you know what I mean? And maybe uh, you'll hear people from the similar home to you who grew up where you grew up and they didn't look at it through the same lens you know and that's okay too guys it's all it's all up in the air sometimes but basically you know what it is when when I leave Auckland and for me Auckland's home Tamaki Makoto you already know that all of that I always want to come home but that's even when I go overseas like don't get me wrong I love travelling but it gets to a point where I'm like "Mm, I'm ready to go home I'm ready to go home 
I, I love home, but that's just me. But sometimes when I venture out of Auckland and I go to like a small town or a smaller town, it's just like, I don't hate it. It's just like, mm, I just saw something or experienced something and I'm like, I'd like to get out of here. Like, what's the last small town you went to? Levin. <laughs> yeah, Levin. Sorry, Levin. You can't, ain't getting it in the yeah. Levin, bro. <laughs> no, that's the thing. They are. Man, the population's <laughs> huge. Small mass. They put in the town down. Anyway. <laughs> they getting it in, but no one's been there in, in like decades. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> My grandma's buried there, man. Hey. Sorry, bro. Um, but no, but what we had in... <laughs> My bad, yeah? My bad. What we had in Levin... Uh, was my grandma's house where I spent all my holidays. Her neighbours on one side were humans and then on the other side were sheep. And it always just blew my mind that there was just like a really small paddock that wasn't a farm, wasn't a barn. It was just really kind of part of the street that they had a whole bunch of sheep in. Ah, Levin, they're getting it in. <laughs> hey, that should be the hometown sign, eh? Levin. We get it You'll in. get it in. Oh, wow. Okay, let's work on that. So, I set this up where it started with a story. If I could just kill the music. So, we're talking small town icks. What was a nick you experienced in a small town or heard from someone who came from a small town? This is this is why I asked the people about this. I have a friend who's actually a chartered accountant now, and uh, she's married to a very good friend of mine, and she was saying, you know, she's from Wanganui. And I was like, oh, mean. And then she was like, oh, yeah, we were we were little shites growing up. Like, we used to try and go to all the little parties. Like, you know, uh, you know, there was a lot of – there's gangs in these uh, small towns, especially Wanganui. And she was like, we used to go along with the little prospect boys, you know, try and uh, tag along. And um, <coughs> she said they used to go to parties. And this is when the song Soldier by Destiny's Child came out. I'm a soldier. Yeah. And uh, she starts singing it, and she was like, me and my friend used to sing it, but we used to change the chorus, you know? Like, we used to do our little remixes ones, and I was like, okay. And she was like, yeah, so I was like, if your status ain't hood, I ain't checking for me, better be straight if you're looking at me. And me and my friend would look at each other and go, I need a yoza. <laughs> Not that I need a yoza. Oh my god! Hey, at least they know what they want, man. From an early age. <laughs> and I just got mad icky. I was like, nah, sis. Nah. Nah. She was like, nah, honest, we did. No, I was like, oh, yeah, I believe you. I believe you, my boy. I'm struggling to see past it because I can see the person and I know that they didn't end up with a yoza. That's right. The so- furthest thing from. <laughs> So uh, I was like, man, these small towns are different. So I put it out to the people, and I've got, I'll play this one off my phone first. Uh, this is part of the small town. And a lot of these actually were people who were experiencing them from themselves. Unreal. Here we go. My small town ick comes from this place called Kaikohe. Mm. Oh, if you know, you know. Anyway, um, when I grew up in Kaikohe, the area code, at least for my part, was um, 0405. And when I moved from Kaikohe to the Waikato, when I was like uh, 14 or something like that, um, I took it upon myself to tag the Kaikohe area code all over the new town that I had just moved to, on the library, on trees, <laughs> on public toilets, etc. And I then got my mates to take photos of me crouching <laughs> down in front of the big, the big area code and then put that as my cover photo on Facebook for years. Um, and then the caption was like, ripping my town, can't take me out of Kaikohe. Um, Gang and dad. Yeah, that's my ick. 
There's a YouTube song called BMK I Was Kaikohe Raised. Um, so picture me walking around with a backpack, speaker <laughs> in the backpack, that song playing, proud as, and that's my cover photo, me with my little tagging. Ugly! <laughs> it's it's not ugly for me at the end. Well, Maggie Hauraki, um, that is... Uh, <laughs> That is a great is story, it, and it, shout out Kaikui. Is tagging like like a dog, how they go for a pee? They're kind of marking your territory. Is that the same thing? Yeah, I, very much so. Yeah. And I think the, the great thing is, when you tag a tree, you're really doing it right. <laughs> <laughs> like when, I know, I've seen some people vivid trees at school. Yeah. Unreal. Unreal. Ship them out, we'll be together forever. Let's go next one, Small Town Oaks. Holy. Oh. <laughs> oh, my bad. I don't know if you guys have uh, heard of this place called Huntley. <laughs> Small town, um, about 20 minutes outside of Hamilton. Eight through eight. Yeah, that's the ick, bro. Brick. <laughs> Huntley's tree trash. <laughs> no, thank you, man. <laughs> hey, he was turning me on at the start where he was talking. Oh, man, honestly, but I got some close friends from Huntley, and the way they rip it makes it beautiful again. I know. Like, they're just. The pride Ten is real. Toes down on the mutu. Have to. Ten toes in your feet. Joel, you're ugly. All right. That was one. funny though. Small town ick is how like the town is so small, so everyone just dates everyone. Huh? I moved to Waihee <laughs> from Auckland when I was younger. Hey, Auckland too, mama. So there were two couples, and they've been together for ages, and now they're just broken up and swapped partners. That happens like a lot. Like people will break up and then go get with someone else's ex. That's like their friend's ex, but it's normal for the friend because it's a small town. Yeah, that's what I just don't get it. I don't. I don't. Why would you? Yeah, that's my act anyway. I've actually heard about that, like in uh, small towns where, like, there was, I think it was like a couple that had been together for like eight years, and then they were friends, and then they there was like a little bit of downtime, not that much, and then they just swap but like they low-key just kind of not hung out with each other still but just were cordial about seeing each other again and it was just like a hey, was, we get it man like there's not much happening here We're, we don't want to move like it is what so it is growing up hey <laughs> so mature wow i think i got it in me numbers are low though that's what are you gonna like, do right uh, exactly that's like shania twain and her best friend eh? yeah they swapped do you know that Matsumak? mark i had no idea no they, not they, up on the latest they just fully swapped wow yeah best i like friend. you you like me let's yeah Country. That's strange to me. Oh, but, strange hey, to a lot of people, man. Each to their own. Yeah. Any swapping going on this week? <laughs> <laughs> last one, last one. Small time. Boys, uh, love you guys' work. Um, listen to you guys uh, every day on the road down in Wellies. The, my ick for um, the small towns. Um, had a couple of boys that we grew up with in, in church and stuff, and they played for Warrapa Bush um, back in the NPC days. Um, yeah, we. Went for a trip, watched their game, got on the piss. Um, and then pretty much, um, yeah, the end of the night, um, you know, obviously having a few jugs and um, beers with the lads and a um, couple of us uh, doing the old um, bottoms up and a uh, couple of the old uh, geezers there um, had a few, few of their false teeth um, <laughs> lying in their jugs. So it was something, it was something. But, um, yeah, great experience. Fermenting, my boy, they're fermenting. minute of a day. Leave them out the all alone. The teeth are still in the That's jug. a real chink. Teeth, my boy. Teeth, my boy. Chef, 
My boy. Cheers, my boy. We on. Oh, you're having a good day today. I once went to White Rapper. No, no, sorry. I met someone from White Rapper. White Rapper. White, no, no, no. Because no, it'll make sense after this. Okay, White Rapper. Yeah, you're right, White Rapper. But I met them from Why White Rapper. Why don't you roll your eyes at me, Mato Mike? I just thought, in case you didn't know. And he wanted to tell me that he was a rapper. And he said, I'm from White Rapper. <laughs> and he goes, you know what we do? We Y rap. And then it's like, ah. And I've never forgot it. It was the most <laughs> cringy thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Wait, actually, rapper, baby. Sorry, I'm not. Why rapper? I just remember one more thing. I went to an uh, engagement party the other week, and there were people from Dargaville there, and um, we were sitting on a, <laughs> we were sitting on these couches. Basically, it was like an engagement, so the girls were off there talking, and uh. the guys were kind of chilling, you know. And there were two couches in front, and so we all had a seat. Uh, there was four of us, two couches facing opposite each other, but then uh, one one guy came up and like sat on my armchair next to me. Hey, buddy. And then uh, I was like. Looking at him like, oh. And then his, his mate goes, why are you sitting there? Why don't you sit on, there's a seat right there. And the, the guy was like, oh, don't worry about me. Don't worry about where I'm sitting. And I was like, this is weird. And then like 30 seconds later, the guy goes, no, seriously, this is awkward. Like, why are you sitting there? Just sit on the seat. And I was like, get me out of here, man. Get me out of here. Anyway, small town Read the rooms. Next week, we're going for the big town nooks. You can have your shot at the big guys. We love you. This is The Morning Shift. That's right. Let's get it. Get Woo! it. Guys, we we already talked about it, but our friend, our brother. Come on. Our man. Great father, great dad, family man. man. Does it all and just happens to be really good at fighting as well. <laughs> Finally, Kai Don't Blink, Cutter France is here with us this morning, my brother. Morning, man. Hey, love you, man. Welcome to the morning show. What an introduction. Thank you, boys. Thanks we got you. you. Now, there's a lot me. to get through, and we're going to get through heaps, but we just want to start with the vibes, and, and that is your honour this morning. So just think about the shift this weekend is about mm. to start. We're not actually sure if you listen to the show. We don't. We never want to assume. So vibes is just like a track that starts the show, and we kind of uh, kind of sh- sense a day kind of thing, you know? You got us. Well, this, is, this isn't my first rodeo being on a, a music oh, come on. A music uh, show. No, um, no, Jordan, Jordan's had a taste of um, what, what I brought to the table last time. Yummy. Um, but there wasn't any winners. Music's the winner in the end oh, of the day, but I think man. we did Let's win that man. one. No. Uh, but, you know, I it's a Friday. I think you won that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a Friday. Um, you know, we want to end the week strong. Yeah. And in my sport, it's all about look good, feel good. Mm. Feel like a million bucks. Feel like a millionaire. That's Ooh. it. Oh, 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 okay, Kai. It's the feel like a million bucks. This feel like the, a millionaire. This is the Alex Volkanovski. If you can't dance, hey, you just hey, hey. <laughs> the, <Volk. laughs> the rock. Absolute tracker from you, Kai. Had to, had to. Love that. Um, look before we. Uh, get into kind of the interview type questions we thought we'd start just because you know the shifters are probably wondering too last week I got you, it, you probably got a notification on your Instagram uh, tagged in some comments and and in a video where Brooke where I'm asking Brooke I was actually joking uh, Brooke definitely didn't see the joke for some reason uh, where I asked Brooke if he thinks that he could beat you in a fight now I'm sure you get this all the time so just what are your thoughts on that and uh, and Brooke's comments Come on, baby. These um, <laughs> these radio hosts that we've, <laughs> we've had them we've had them before we've had them before calling us out or call, calling me out, 
you know, Tammy Davis was another guy. That, oh, uh, don't put me in that one class, man. But, you know, he's in the same... You're that annoying. Um, <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> you're in the same category as these novice that... Um, <laughs> They're from the D-Leagues and they're trying to get attention. <laughs> and you don't even want to give them attention, but that, here we are now. Hey, man, I stand by my word, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're here standing across from each other. Right, um, bad back, you got a fight coming up. You know, there's like there's many reasons that we can't jump into this. But what I would like to say out of all of it, still stand by it. i got moves for days. Okay? I'll, gi- I'll, like, I'll give props where props is due. On the court, mm. you... You, you're the goods. I'm nice in the ring, so yeah, you're nice. <laughs> you're nice on the courts, but I oh, know you ain't talking. When you're stepping into my office, and on the mats or in the ring or in the cage, street fight, remember? <laughs> you know, it just there's some things that just you just don't put yourself into, and I guess for fighting, um, you can't fake it. On the court, maybe you can fake it. You know, fake a shot. Kyle will beat me up. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed by this now, now that I think about it. But um, yeah, you are a content machine now. Got your own TV series, well, uh, online series. Um, so we thought we'd come to the party with a couple of, I guess, content ideas that you might want to roll with. Uh, so I'll play out the stager, and then we'll kind of paint the picture as to what the show would be about. And you can take any of these ideas with you. Oh, yeah. These okay. are all your we're like, features. We're gifting you these ideas. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah, they might be worth something. I'm saying. <laughs> here's option number one. <laughs> Big boys don't kind. I don't know how you can use this as a concept, but maybe get tough guys on the show with you, and it could be it could be a weight down. loss. It could be Kai yeah. taking through, um, you know, a weight loss camp. Big boys don't Kai, and then you know, transformation. Ah, okay, you I know, like, a coach. Do you want to be our first? Guest? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, option. Ooh, wow. <laughs> okay. Option number two before more hurt, uh, feelings get hurt. <laughs> Cobra Kai. Now, we haven't really worked out what Cobra Kai would be. Sounds cool, though. We just like that it's... Karate Kid? Yeah, Karate okay. Kid. Mm. You know, a little fighty. I saw that no one in his face. Yeah, I got you. There was a no. Don't like, don't no, like no, Cobra no. Kai? I'd like, I've hit my whole career. But, oh, why isn't your fight name not Cobra Kai? <laughs> there we go. All right, option That was Mark's one, by the way. Oh, I just yeah. want to put him in. I thought it was so clever, too. <laughs> Mark thought he was onto something. Oh, damn it. All right, option number three. Wow, something smells good. Yeah, let's go. Yum, yum, Kai Kai's with Kai. Yum, 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 yum. Yes. Yes, that's mama. <laughs> yes. It sounds like my my son's show that he watches on Netflix. What was the thought behind that one, Jordan? Imagine, imagine doing a food show, bro. Clockwise with Come on, bro. And you, you have, have that. Yeah, I know you like the action Bronson food shows. Yeah, 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 of you course. know, imagine Clockwise with Kai. Oh my god, <laughs> that would be on. Yeah. All right. TVNZ, they're gonna holler. Kids show. Option number four. Those Kais. Delicious. <laughs> Like those guys, guys. <laughs> and you go around and you just follow everyone. Like, those guys. Yeah, and you go find the those guys of um society. You know? Or those people who are writing to you so saying, us. "Why don't we just grapple? Why don't you learn that?" And you'd be like, "Those oh, guys, those guys." Yeah, okay, that's another one. No, no, no we're four right now, but it's a tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. All right, and finally. Hi, Kai. That's the one. That's the one. Hi, Kai. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Kai. Sorry for wasting your time. Oh, man, that was good. And 
How long great. did this take you to write down? Uh, <laughs> nah, we just had a little brainstorm yesterday and oh, Matsumak yeah. put it together. No, nah, thank you. It was actually my idea, but I got Mark to do it. <laughs> Big people, that was good, Mark. Ah. That was a good man. Which, yeah. Okay, which one out of all of them would you take if you had to? Million dollars we're paying you to take one of those shows. Probably the first one was quite, um, could be onto something. Oh, you're meaning. <laughs> Big boys don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, go, I'll go first. That's me. I just want to lose 10 kgs. All right. Yeah, because Kai is beating you and we're not talking about Kai Cutter France. 100%. Well, thank you for your time, oh. Kai. We really appreciate you coming on to the morning shift. Good luck on your we fight, my boy. We're following the journey. Two, was it two weeks from now? Yeah. Just over two weeks. Yeah, June 3rd. Got a few things coming out, so you know KKF collabs coming hey, out soon as well. So there it is. We're waiting um, now. There, vibe. Don't miss out. It's pretty limited stock, so get in quick. Um, yeah, keep supporting the war, uh, the Waz. At the Waz. Give my hiding Kai. We're gonna buy this week, so we get a bit of a rest, and then uh, I think we're playing the Broncos in Napier, and then we're playing the Don- uh, Dolphins at home same week as uh, my fight. So big, big weekend of sport. 100%. Um, yeah, so don't miss it. June 3rd is the fight, but June 4th in New Zealand. It'll be a Sunday. Can you do one thing to sign us off? Kia ora, guys. I'm Kai Kata France. And Jordan, do the dishes. Hey! This is the shift. The shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The morning shift. I'm going to make a run off again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got it. <laughs> okay.